Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Hands it off to Rudy. Wasn't ready for it. Turnover. Here comes Cameron Johnson of the Suns on the left side. Hands to Booker, their leading scorer. Cross-court pass to Carter. Corner three over Gobert. Good. Rubio driving, having a fabulous night for the Suns. Working Bogdanovich. 17 points. Goes to the corner. Fires the three. And hits. It's Ricky's revenge. 112.94. Locks on the air for like three hours on a game night, so he's got to say stuff. But I got to admit, I never thought of that as Ricky's revenge. I was so busy watching the Jazz put up zero resistance. I mean, all the resistance of a wet paper towel. I think you have the bigger story of the night for sure. I do think we've seen this a million times. When a player gets traded or isn't resigned and whatnot and comes back. And has a good that, game against yeah, their ex-team. We see that. Right. But I agree with you. That that was a story, and it's probably a story in Phoenix. Sure. I go to the gym today. and But I'll I feel to like station. 29 teams yeah. in the NBA could have come in and had a really good and game th- against the That's the, the bigger story. I totally yeah. agree with you. The, the Rubio story is a story. It is. But and what you're saying is, for, for our purposes anyway, is a much bigger story. This is an epidemic now. Uh, and I was thinking about this this morning driving in, I think what we've seen the last three games is one of the biggest shocking stories in sports since I've been here on the court. You know, something like a, a Jerry Sloan resigning or a, a Bronco Mendenhall getting the job out of nowhere. That, that Those were surprises, right? But as far as competition out on the field, there's court no, in this case... There's nobody yeah. who thought they were going to go 0-3. No, no, and not just go 0-3, but get smoked by two lottery teams yes, at home. Uh, totally. I agree 100%. There was, and we can get more into this in the uh, you know in the next segment, but there was, there was no pushback. You know, in the third quarter... There wasn't even this, any run back. And there's that too, which I thought Quinn pointed out. Uh, yeah, Quinn's opening statement, I told uh, Yacht to cut it up. I thought his opening statement was absolutely brilliant. We can play it again here in a bit. Because I thought he just took out every single point that is befalling this team and just went through a checklist. And it wasn't very long. It was about a minute. But I think he absolutely nailed what the issues are. And this is this is an absolute stunner. Stunner, disaster. There are all kinds of words popping up on our social media feed overnight as Jeff frustrated jazz fans. Let it all out. That was ugly. We'll get to it coming up as the jazz... Get thumped by the Suns and give up. It's almost unthinkable. 131 points. Jazz off today, and the Celtics will be here tomorrow, which in a strange way I think is actually a positive. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. So while the Jazz struggle, other key teams in the West are picking up wins. The Clippers blow out the Grizzlies 124-97. to The Rockets... Handle the Knicks, 123-112. to 112. Harden went for 37 in that. The Mavericks, look out below because the Mavericks are gaining on the Jazz. 139-123 over the Timberwolves. So, the teams in the West, 
Getting it done with the exception of the Jazz people. Well, I think the biggest thing that I took away from the Monday night in the league was that Kawhi Leonard said the time is now on Saturday or Sunday. And then they won 124.97. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Memphis is a decent ball club. I mean, they've been right around 500. Yep. Although uh, the Jackson kid's out, isn't he? Yes, Brady. Yeah. yeah, and so he's one of their better players, obviously. So that that's a blow to them as they uh, grow and mature because you know, most of their kids are young. But uh, the Clippers doing what they did there. Yeah, right Right now, it looks like there's a world of difference between the top and the Jazz. Elsewhere, uh, Bradley Beal had an enormous game. Anytime you break 50, you end up with uh, 55. And he's had a couple of 50s here recently. He's gone off. And it didn't help the Wizards win. They got beat by the Bucks, 137-134. Well, Wizards aren't a good team. He's a good player, but they're not a good team. Memorial service for uh, Kobe. Uh, Vanessa just universally lauded for uh, getting up there and speaking and really just capturing the moment, impressing everybody. And Michael Jordan got the laugh of the day, saying he told his wife he wasn't going to cry because he didn't want another crying Jordan meme. And That's funny. That, that was funny. It released a lot of tension. It was built up in there. They had a shot of Steph Curry. And he's like, I, I can't believe he just said that. Yeah. And, and, and Mrs. Bryant there gave, a, obviously, a touching thing. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I mean, you get up and do that. Losing your husband and your daughter—that's more—and and your daughter, and, and you know, I'm sure she had relationships with the other folks who were who were on that helicopter too. Hey, Kobe Bryant. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to miss his basketball because that's over. And it was always going to be over, whether he lived to 100. That was going to be over. I'm, I'm going to miss. Uh, I, I don't have the personal loss because I didn't know him. I interviewed him once, uh, but the—I feel as a human being. And as a member of our society and our country, I feel a sense of loss because, and I feel a great loss for them, but what he was going to do, because there was no doubt he was going to do great work, whether it was for uh, girls' sports or who knows what he was going to do, because he was highly intelligent. And to it, it, it does, it's still, we're, we're looking at a month now, and it still seems shockingly unreal. I can't imagine the pain that his family and friends and, and the same of those others are going through. It's just inconceivable. The, the one thing that, that, that has got me through all this stuff, this guy was one of the most photogenic people ever born. You see all these pictures of him? He has a fabulous, fabulous smile. And I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss not seeing that. And as watching him go from a 41-year-old to a 51-year-old to a 61-year-old, on and on. And every pitcher, it's like he is, you, you can see into his soul on the photographs, whether he was on the court angry as a player. Or sitting next to his daughter. And side. just smiling. Yeah. He had a million-dollar smile. And all that he could have contributed, you know, it wasn't going to impact me directly, obviously, but just what he can contribute it's a great sense of loss that all of us should feel. I know I do. NBA tonight, Bucks and Raptors, Pelicans and Lakers, both on TNT. If you're looking for some basketball in the Jazz off night, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Senior night for the Aggies. The last home game in the spectrum. 22 wins. They better get number 23 at San Jose State tonight, and they're no good. So get that win. It's on ESPN2. You can listen to it on The Zone. Scotty G will have the call pregame at 830, tip-off at 9 o'clock. Well, Sam Merrill put out a tweet I saw asking for the folks to uh, be there, even yep. though it's a late game. And, yeah, uh, I would imagine that would be close to, if not, in fact, a sellout. 
and Merle and his uh, teammates there who are seniors. Uh, yeah, they've, they've had a very good, they, they've had an interesting season, and there's still much work to be done uh, be, because they had such high expectation. It was almost like it was almost impossible to live up to it, and they stumbled a little bit, but they've been playing very, very well of late. And so I'm suspecting, obviously, that they win tonight. But they also had success down in uh, Las Vegas and into wherever they may go. I think they'll make the tournament. And wherever they may go, I don't know where they're going to go, but wherever they may go, they've got an opportunity to win a game or two. Got to take care of business with San Jose. The pit looms. Olivia St. John is not walking through that door. Olivia St. John? St. John. St. John. Thank God. Trying to do it with a French at, uh, uh, accent. Although, did, did he change his name? Did he change his name for religious purposes? I do not know the It's like the only San Jose basketball player I could think of. He was pretty good back in the day. I think he even got some run in the uh, NBA. BYU now 17th in the AP poll for whatever that's worth. For a team that's trying to build something with a new coaching staff. He absolutely. Did his name. Well, I think the. The number, what is it now? Tariq Abdul Wahad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was a very good player for the Spartans back when I was he's, working for the Watch. He's like the one I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, 17. That's a nice bump. To go from unranked to basically a week later. 17, yeah. 17. That's a great bump. And they've got an opportunity to move up. And the rankings are just uh, for fun. But there's something that you can sell to recruits. I guess they got a recruit out of... Uh, what was it? New Mexico, New Mexico Junior, Junior College. College. Gideon yeah. George. And I have no idea about this kid. I'm not going to lie. He's from and Nigeria. And act like I know. And I guess he's a successful story. So are we, uh, as someone in the journalism business, I love stories. That's what it's about for me. Rather than wins and losses, it's about stories. Uh, and I, if he can be, at, at the minimum, be a specialist. You know, you, you need specialists. Um, when I'm speaking of people who can guard people. So, yeah, moving up in the rankings and could possibly move up in the seeds. I was having a discussion yesterday with somebody on our staff saying, I think they can win two games. No, no, they could lose the first game. Yeah? Yeah, they could. <laughs> but that's the tournament this year. That's the way college basketball has been going. Yeah. There going to be a lot of teams that walk out on the court with a chance to lose the first game, but also a chance to win a game or two. Yeah, if they're playing well, you know, and then – I don't totally agree with what Travis Hansen said, where he said that it doesn't matter where they go, who they play, that they can win two. I guess they could, but he was a little stronger. I'd have to see what the matchup is. I certainly think they can win one, and I would be disappointed if they didn't win one. Okay, I can sign off on all of that. I think I think the two is in play because they're in the past there were teams that had so much talent you just couldn't beat them, and you knew when you saw them in the bracket that that was a huge problem. But even the best teams this year, just the way the number one ranking has been passed around, the way ranked teams have gone. Duke's a good team, and they're probably going to be seeded pretty well. But they went to NC State. No offense, though. They went to NC State, who's next to last in the league. They got drilled. Even the best teams aren't that unbeatable. I just don't think no, the No, but I, I don't really care about that. I care more about the Cougars and what they have. They've got some size, yep, and they've got yes. shooting ability. They do, and they got a lot of seniors, so they so, have poise when things yeah. start to go wrong. It's not so much about the opponent this year because at the Duke level, you're talking about advancing, 
And I'm not really talking. I'm just talking about can they get out of the first week. Well, I don't know. Right now, BYU is being projected as a six seed, and I think Duke is a two. So, But if it were two versus seven, that could be a second-round matchup. And we've seen Duke go out early before. I've seen Duke lose to unranked teams this year. So I'm just not ready to go all in on those guys. And it's not just those guys. This has been going on at the top of college basketball. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. The NFL's competition committee skeptical of the pass interference review. Going to go back and forth on this for a while, apparently. But after two days of scouting combine, they are not yet ready to recommend an end to the one-year experimental rule. Packers president and CEO Mark Murphy, overall the results were not great. Now, I think it's really putting the New York officiating office in a very difficult position, but it's still early and we're looking at different options. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's funny because they put it in this thing and it's brand new and we as the public expect it to be perfect. That's what we want. Yeah. Although if it's not perfect, if it could be, uh, you know, work in favor of our team, that would be good. And so but never against us. Let them, I don't have a team, so I'm okay on this, but let them develop it. And make it better. As long as you can make it better. Issues arise. Issues arise in every day, every workplace, whatever. They're going to happen no matter what it is, what you're doing. So when you have an issue, let's see if you can get ahead of it, make it better, improve it. And you can like, like on the larger scale with the Houston Astros here. This is a scandal. It's a scandal of epic proportions. But it's come out. All right, it's out there. Now let's make it better. You know what I mean? I think the thing that they have to be, and this doesn't work, of course, because I'm in the minority, but the New York office is in a tough spot. It's a really close call. Which way should it go? When it's a really close call, let it stand. Really what we want are just when they just completely blow it and everybody knows they blow it, can you fix it? That's really what I want. The Get it perfect uh, okay. is impossible. Is that uh, Saints, uh, who, who beat them in a the playoff? The Rams. The tight end. The Rams. Uh, no, just last Oh, this year. past year. Yeah. Yeah, in the back of the end zone. Yeah. So was that close enough? Because some people would say, well, no, it was a push-off. I thought uh, it was P.I., and I thought in that situation they are never going to wave off the winning touchdown, so that's just going to stand. Yeah. So I just roll with that. So, I'm not mad at the New York yeah, no, office. I know, but you don't have not, I don't. I don't have a team in that hunt. You're right. So uh, what is – then you start getting into what is close yep. and what isn't close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. you it's got a, emotionally involved It's people, an adjustable finish and they're line. Gonna, yes, and they're going to crack on the New York office. I think they need to keep doing it, and they need to catch the most egregious stuff, and the rest of it I can just move I on. I know, but that's just it. Somebody say that was egregious. Dallas Cowboys remain intent on striking a long-term deal with Dak Prescott. They don't want to franchise him. Executive VP Stephen Jones – Said the franchise remains confident they can cut a deal. They love this stuff. They love capturing the headlines. They know behind the scenes what they're going to do. Drama, As drama, a football drama. fan, I'm a football fan, and I really have no, no idea, idea what the, this. Uh, the franchise tag means, even though it's been out there for a number of years. Yeah, they get them a one-year deal. and it's. I uh, don't pay attention to any yeah. of that. I'm a football fan. It's big money. It's based on what the top players are making at that the position. The average of the yeah. top five players at your position. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I can be our lawyer. He knows and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a football fan. That's all I care about. What happens out on the field? DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Arizona Diamondbacks left-hander Madison Bumgarner's under-the-radar, until recently, rodeo exploits were not known to the franchise, according to the D-backs GM Mike Hazen. Hazen said Monday he was aware that Bumgarner was, quote, 
A very strong horseman. <laughs> he added that even though he didn't know about the rodeos, that knowledge would not have impacted the team's decision to sign the lefty to an $85 million five-year contract this past December. Well, My immediate reaction will, is, of course not, because he'd gotten hurt. You could have set up, you violated your contract, and they wouldn't have been on the hook for it. Bumgarner, when it comes to this, I'm far more worried about the horse than I am Bumgarner. <laughs> He's too big a guy. <laughs> That's your racetrack stuff. You just want to see jockeys on horses. Anybody he bigger is, needs to stay off. He is a tough you-know-what, man. He has proven that over and over again. I mean, that series that will go down, it's, it's, it ranks right there with the greatest performances. The Iron Man, the toughness, all that stuff. So he's a very strong fill-in-the-blank. Uh, it's a funny story. Uh, I did put up on Facebook, what's your rodeo uh, alias? <laughs> you have an opportunity to contribute there. What would you, if you were a, a, a rodeo player or whatever you'd call them, uh, that uh, you would be known as? A rodeoer? Yeah. I mean, it's a rodeo athlete, rodeo participant, whatever. I just want to Rodeo player. cowboy. Yeah. What would, what would be your, what would be your name? First thing I thought of, I just said Joel Embiid. I thought, yeah, I could be Embiid. That'd be a weird name for a rodeo star. You'd be Joel Embiid? Yeah, why not? If you went with Joel, maybe it would uh, throw people off. Uh, I don't know. But you can go on our Facebook. if you, you got a good rodeo nickname. Did you have a nickname as a kid? I really didn't. Got a boring name like my own. DJ came later. Oh. Uh, radio. Yeah. No, my, mine came much. The initials came at like 13. And then, uh, obviously, uh, Stud Muffin. Astro star Jose Altuve struck out in his first spring training at bat. Sweet. He was heckled. Who knew? And he got he got grazed by a pitch. He and did. Dustin Hit him in Baker the foot had in the to, fifth had inning. A statement. I mean, this is going to get silly. Yep. Pretty much. Astros and Tigers. And then they were interviewing Yankee fans and Yankee fan. I could have taken my kid to a World Series game. I was cheated out of it. So they're going to get booed and heckled. They're going to have to deal with it because of what they've done. So you could have taken your kid to the other 27 that they've won and however many they've lost. You usually don't have to go very far. Although the Yankees are on a good uh, streak of non-World Series appearances now. Yeah, I think if you've got a 12-year-old, it's a problem. But yeah, if somebody was talking about his uh, a 60-year-old talking about their <laughs> 35-year-old, yeah, there have been a lot of opportunities. That guy said did not look like he was 65. All right, DJ PK, there you go. That's what's trending. There are your headlines. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690 at Shamrock Plumbing. All right, your favorite postgame quotes, the stuff that really caught the essence of that hideous loss to the Phoenix Suns. We will get to that coming up next. Ben Anderson at 9 o'clock. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.